whatever it is, doesn't matter. Right? Don't don't need to get too much into the minutia, at least any more into the minutia than we already are. Episode 1005 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode, best of ish edition. Today's quick tip, staying on track during the holidays. Hey y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode, no sponsor today, just a little breaking news that already broke in the Facebook group. So if you're in the Facebook group, you already saw this, but a little reminder that coming up uh, in just just a couple of weeks-ish, plus or minus a day, uh, the Diz Runs New Year's Fat Ass version 2, the second annual DRNYFA will be getting underway at the stroke of midnight in whatever time zone you happen to live in. So whenever whenever New Year's Day hits in your neighborhood, uh, the party is on. Now, you don't have to start at midnight, uh, but but in case you haven't heard, in case you weren't around last year or you didn't participate or whatever, uh, we, 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 do, we have a little fun. We try to have a little fun on New Year's Day by running 5Ks, which as you all know, that's my idea of fun, running 5Ks. Um, one 5K per hour for as many hours as you want to run on New Year's Day. Could be one could be 24 if you're uh we didn't have any 24 hour people last year i think i think we had a 17 or an 18 hour something like that what did kate do last year maybe maybe 18 hours uh maybe it wasn't quite that much i don't remember i did 12 uh and i know a couple people did more than that uh, but ultimately as many hours as you want to run you can do them consecutive you can do them every other you can do a few in the morning a few in the evening whatever you want to do but one 5k per hour and let's see how many 5k's we do to get the year started off on uh, a positive note get some good miles in um, it'll all happen in within the, within the Facebook group it's pretty low-key because that's kind of fat ass style anyway um, but there will be some prizes I don't know what they're all gonna be yet the, you know still to be determined as as you know I still have two weeks to figure that out so you know I'll take I'll take 13 and a half of those days to figure out the prizes uh, pretty sure that everybody who does at least one, We'll get a free coaching call at some point during the year at whenever you need it, whenever you want it. Uh, you'll have a call in the bank. You can cash it in. Um, other than that, each entry, so each hour that you do a 5K will be an entry into a drawing for a handful of other prizes that will hopefully be better than nothing. So, you know, there's that. So if you, if you want to join the party, if you want all the details, uh, not that, I mean, I pretty much just gave you literally every single detail, but if you want to see the details written out, come join the Facebook group, disruns.com slash Facebook is the link. You can also just type in the Disruns tribe when you're on Facebook in the search bar and it'll show you, show you the, uh, the group click to join. We'll let you in. We have fun year round, I think. Uh, but new year's day last year was a lot of fun. Hopefully 2.0 will be uh, even more fun this year and uh, see how many 5Ks you can do or want to do over the course of the 1st of January. So come join the party. Uh, hopefully, you know, tweet about it, post about it on Instagram. We'll, we'll share some share some stuff along the way. Um, but come join the party in the Facebook group and uh, set your calendars, your new, your new calendars, your 2022 calendars for uh, January 1st. Little Diz Runs New Year's Fat Ass coming Coming to your town, your village, your city, um, hopefully you might be encouraged to participate. So today, talking about uh, the holiday period, you know, a little best of-ish. This, this episode uh, originally went out just a few years ago, November of 2018, um, episode 652. If you want to go back and, and see how close to the original today's episode turns out to be. Again, for those that are, are new around here. Um, these best of ish episodes, I usually do once a month. There might be two this month. Yeah. More, more on that next week. Um, 
But usually it's just to look back at something from the past that might be worth refreshing. Uh, maybe it's a relevant topic or just something that gets lost in the shuffle from, you know, 700 episodes ago. This one's only 400 episodes ago or 350, whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, good reminders. Good reminders uh, where the blog post is usually copy and pasted, but the audio is a fresh take. So uh, probably pretty similar, or at least today I think will be pretty similar. Um, but, uh, you know, if you want to go back and compare notes, episode 652 is what you're looking for. So talking about the holiday season, which, you know, this one's obviously coming out just a, about a week before uh, Christmas. We got New Year's coming up. You know, various various things tend to happen at the end of the year, uh, which kind of throws the regular routine into a bit of a, a bit of a kerfuffle. Um, you know, I mean, it just happens. Like, like no matter how much of a rigid routine follower you happen to be like I definitely am uh this time of year is a, is a bit of a struggle it's a good struggle you know it's it's time to maybe un- unwind a little bit hopefully relax maybe some time with family um you know like like time to reflect at the end of the year like there's a lot of, of good things that come from this time of year at least for me hopefully for you as well at the same time it I will develop a little bit of a tick by the time the girls go back to school in January where it's like, I just need my routine. Like I've been out of my routine. I've got my sister's coming into town uh, with her family. My parents are here. They're here for, for most of the winter though. So like the winter quote unquote, uh, the Florida winter, uh, but I guess they get out of the Michigan winter. So they, they leave real winter to come here for a few months. Um, but my sit, like I said, my sister and, and her family are in town. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see my in-laws at some point. Uh, obviously school's out. So that throws the whole routine. In. And like, again, it's all good, but as a routine guy, Oh, it's, it's, it's not as relaxing as it could be. And especially when my running routine gets thrown out of whack, which it should, it, it usually doesn't get too crazy. That's one of another one of those perks of running at five or five thirty in the morning is that even when things are a little bit crazy, Usually crazy doesn't start at five or five thirty in the morning, unless you're doing a, a new year's fat ass challenge, in which case you might start your craziness at five o'clock in the morning or even before that. But for the most part, you know, I'm still able to get most of my runs in that said, am I expecting to get all of my runs in over the next few weeks to, to the end of the year? I, I wish, but probably not because there's going to be things, right? There's going to be travel. There's going to be late nights. There's, there might be a few too many drinks a couple of those nights or some food binges that uh, leave me feeling less than less than stellar in the morning. Um, those things happen. They happen for me, at least. I'm assuming they'll probably happen to you uh, at some point or at least have the potential. So here are some suggestions to help you kind of try to stay relatively on track, somewhat on the rails when it comes to your fitness and just your normal, uh, you know, fitness dietary routines, um, without trying to be perfect, because let's just get rid of the idea that we're going to be perfect during this holiday period, because we're not, at least I'm not, you, you're probably in, in a whole, in every sense of the words, you're probably a better, better person than I am. Um, so maybe you will be perfect through the holidays with your training, with diet, with, with doing all the things. Um, but if you're not, Here are some things to kind of keep things from getting too out of hand. So first and foremost, when it comes to your running, identify your key workouts. Now, you could make the argument, and I would probably make the argument, that there are no key workouts, especially if you don't have a race before, like, I don't know, the 15th or the the 20th or so of, of January. So anywhere between, you know, in the next month, as this episode comes out, middle of December, if, if, if there's no big goal race in early January, then 
none of the workouts that are happening in this month are that critical. Okay. Not saying they're not important, but they're not do or die. You know, you can, you can shuffle things around. Um, but that said, if there are key workouts that you really want to do, or you really feel like you need to do, maybe you're progressing towards an early February half or full or ultra or whatever. You're building your fitness towards a race in early February, maybe even late January. Maybe you're joining me in celebration uh, for the, for that race, for, for celebrating my birthday that Rebecca is putting together. Uh, and that one's like the last weekend in January, I think. Whatever the case might be, you're building towards a race. And so you don't want to just kind of go, you know, whatever, not, not have any structure for three weeks. I get that. All right. So identify what are those handful of key workouts. Maybe they're long runs. Maybe there's some type of progression run or tempo run or speed workout, whatever it is. Doesn't matter. All right. Don't, don't need to get too much into the minutia, at least any more into the minutia than we already are, but identify what those handful of key workouts are that you want to make happen, that you need, that you feel you need to make happen. And then look at your schedule and figure out where you're going to put them in. Maybe you always do your long runs on Saturday. Like I do. If you looked at the calendar and you celebrate Christmas and you have young kids at home, like I do, you might recognize that probably going for a long run on Christmas morning may not be in the cards this year. You know, maybe, maybe your partner would be like, yo, maybe your kids would be like, yo. So maybe you have the foresight, like I think I do. To not even tempt fate. I'll still run on Christmas morning. More than likely, it'll be three miles or four miles, something like that. Something short and sweet so I can get out, get a little run in, get home in time to do all the things, right? Make sure that, that you know, once Santa's been here and, and then I can get out for my run and then we can, you know, bring Addison down and we can do the, do the thing. But if I try to go squeeze in 15 on Christmas morning, I might not be welcomed home. So... If I want to make sure that I get my long run in that weekend or that week, I'm going to have to look at my calendar and adjust, right? So that long run in in this scenario might be one of my key workouts that I want to make sure I get done. Maybe I do it Christmas Eve. Maybe I do it on the 26th. Maybe I do it on the 22nd because we're traveling. Like, I don't know. It doesn't matter necessarily that it, it has to fall on that Saturday. You just have to make sure that these are the handful of key workouts that I want to get done between now and, you know, life getting back to normal on January 4th or 5th or whenever things kind of, you know, settle back into the, 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 into the new year, into the new routine, um, what handful of things need to be, be done. When can we make sure that they happen? Then outside of that, anything else is bonus, right? The handful of miles on Christmas morning before the kids come down and, and do the, do the Christmas presents thing. That's, that's fine. Get those, get those done, but don't plan a key workout for that day. Or you've got teenagers and they're going to sleep until noon and you're like, well, hell, I can get I can get 20 miles in on Christmas morning. No big deal. I can even sleep in and still get 20 miles in on Christmas morning. Well, then there you go. But identify those key workouts. Figure out when you can make them happen. Even if it's not in the normal days or normal times of the week that you would do it. Plug those in. Kind of make that, make those a priority. Maybe communicate that with your family. Like, hey, you know, I know we're doing XYZ on the, on the 23rd. And I know that on Christmas Eve, we always go to church. And Christmas morning, we have this tradition. But on, on the morning of the 26th, the day after Christmas, I'm going to go get my miles in, okay? Um, just communicate it, schedule it, make those ones happen. And anything else that doesn't fit or doesn't, you know, kind of falls by the wayside, a handful of miles here or there, just let them go. Let them go. Because again, they're not, they're not that key anyway, I promise you. So just let them go. 
tip number two to stay on track during the holidays. Like because because there's a pretty good chance that you and I will both miss a run at some point over the next few weeks. Get creative with your other training. You know, what other things are you doing? What things are going on where you can kind of sneak some exercise in without really feeling like you're exercising? Sure, it might not be the same. It might not take all the same endorphin boxes. It might not take all the same, you know, feeling like the sense of accomplishment boxes of going out for your four miles or your six miles or whatever your, your run might be. But maybe you're, you're walking through the airport, traveling. Instead of getting on the moving sidewalks and things like that, you're just walking. Maybe instead of sitting around the gate, drinking your coffee and reading a book, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but maybe instead of doing that, you're listening to me on your, on your earbuds and you're just doing laps through the airport. You go, hey, I got, I got three hours to kill. I can go walk for two hours. Get in 30,000 steps. Walk six or eight miles. That's not nothing, right? And you're probably dragging a suitcase, so it's even more. Unless you got people that are still sitting by the gate and they're watching your suitcase, but you can go go for a walk, get some get some time there. If you're up north somewhere, if you're in Fargo, if you're in New England, if you're in back home in Michigan, which where I'm not, thankfully, uh, volunteer to shovel the snow. I, I can almost guarantee, like ninety nine point nine percent, that nobody's going to fight you about wanting to go shovel the snow, like. Even somebody who kind of, if there is some sick person out there that actually enjoys shoveling the snow, if you're like, hey, Uncle Hank, I'm going to go shovel the snow for you, okay? You mind if I go, if I go clear the sidewalk? He's going to be like, yeah, go right ahead. Because he knows that he's shoveling for the next four months anyway, so what's today, right? But if you've ever shoveled snow before, you know that's a workout, right? A little upper body, a little bit of huffing and puffing sometimes, depending on how far you're pushing the snow, how heavy the snow might be. Side benefit for those that are as on the introverted side of the scale, like I am, not only do you get a little workout while you're shoveling the snow, you also get away from people for a little while. And even if they're people that you love getting away from people for a little while, 10 out of 10 would recommend. All right. So doing those types of things, get creative, um, you know, just, just don't be embarrassed. Again, if you're in the airport, do some squats, do some pushups, do some things like that to just get your body moving, get your blood pumping a little bit, uh, get a little bit creative with your training on the days that things aren't going to happen because again, you're traveling or just doing, you know, family things all day, whatever the case might be. You can, you can squeeze in a little something here and there that again, may not tick all the same boxes, may not feel exactly the same, but it keeps you relatively on track. Number three on the list. This one's a little bit more dietary. Uh, and this one's definitely speaking to me, but try, do your best to avoid the temptations that you can't resist. All right. If there's that thing, which Reese's would fall into that category for me, but the big one this time of year, and I've mentioned this before and I'll mention it again because it's legit. It's my mother-in-law's fudge. All right. I don't feel like she's made fudge the last couple few years, at least not as much as she used to. But if she makes fudge, I'm pretty, I don't know if I'm pretty good. I'm semi-capable of resisting it until I have one piece. And that one piece breaks the proverbial dam. And now I'm going to be just, you know, just hammering fudge until it's all gone. Whether that's the rest of the day, whether that's today and tomorrow, like it doesn't matter. But every time I go get coffee, I'm, ha- I'm grabbing three or four pieces of fudge. Every time I go get some more water, I'm grabbing three or four pieces of fudge. Every time I go refill my gin, I'm grabbing three or four pieces of fudge. Pretty soon, there's no fudge to grab anymore, and I've eaten 80% of it. 
and if I'm being honest, it's probably closer to 95%, but you know, who's, who, who's keeping track? But whatever those types of things are, maybe it's certain types of Christmas cookies, maybe it's certain types of, of drinks, maybe whatever it is. It's okay to have a little taste, but if you're the type of person that can't have a little bit of a taste without just going hog wild, try to avoid those those key things. Indulge in something else. Have, you know, if you don't much care for fudge, have a piece of fudge and that'll satisfy instead of 13 cookies. For me, I guess maybe I need to have a couple of Christmas cookies and avoid the fudge. But, you know, if those temptations are out there that you know are just, they're just going to get the better of you. And you're trying not to, to feel like you're in a sugar coma for the next four days because you just pounded six pounds of fudge. Maybe an exaggeration, but probably not. Um, just don't have the first piece to begin with because then it's all over. All right. So so avoid those temptations that you can't resist. Another one that's dietary, if, if you're worried about or if, if you're at least in the, in the keeping track of, um, you know, kind of weight loss or weight management, things like that, which if you're not, cool, no worries. Um but be mindful of how many calories you're actually taking in. All right, we've all heard the stories, again, whether it's personal or whether you just heard it on social media or, or from friends, where it's like, God, I gained six pounds you know, between Thanksgiving and the New Year. How does that happen? Well, a lot, like, we, we, we think about the big things. At least I think. I typically think about the big things. I think about the big dinners at, at Thanksgiving. I think about the Christmas cookies and the, and the fancy Christmas meals and the, all the New Year's shenanigans and the parties and the drinks. And those things all certainly contribute. But I think that a lot of times what happens, again, at least for me, when it comes to maybe some dietary expansion of my normal eating routine or normal eating habits, is that there's a lot more grazing that tends to happen around the holidays. Um, and, and you know, it's, it's pretty easy then to kind of nickel and dime, you know, an extra 300, 400, 600, 1,000 calories a day. And not even realize it because you're like, well, God, I just ate my normal, I ate fairly normal meals. Yeah, I had a couple of, of Christmas cookies one night. I had a couple of, you know, glasses of champagne to celebrate the new year. Like, whatever. Like, like that's not that big of a deal. And you're right. It's not that big of a deal. The things that were the big, that big of a deal, every time you grabbed a piece of fudge, you know, over the course of a week, which, which if a plate of fudge lasts a week, then clearly I haven't been eating any of the fudge. But, you know, that type of thing. And even then, if that's, if that's just an isolation, not that big of a deal. But it's, it's all the little excesses, all the little splurges, all the little like, oh, you know, we got the holiday M&Ms setting out in the bowl. Let me just grab a few of those. And then, oh, yeah, the, the, little, the other little candies, the, the, the Reese's Christmas trees. Uh, oh, I'll have, I'll have a little extra, you know, peppermint mocha creamer in my coffee. Well, normally, I would drink black coffee, you know. And, and again, I'm not saying any of these things. I'm not giving any of these examples to try to make anybody feel bad. Just start your brain thinking about all those little ways that that little bits of, of extra calories, extra sugar, extra extra foods kind of just creep in that are easy to not think about. And that's how you end up with over the course of eight or 10 days, you know, an extra eight or 10,000 calories. Like it's not unheard of. And you know, that takes its toll. So just be mindful, be aware of what you're eating, be aware of what you're consuming. Again, you don't need to, to resist everything. You don't need to say, I'm not going to have a piece of fudge or I'm not going to have a, a drink to celebrate the new year or, or whatever. You don't need to, to, to completely abstain. Just be mindful that maybe you need to adjust a little bit. You know, if, if you know that grandma's going to make all of, the, all of the favorites for Christmas Eve dinner, not saying you shouldn't eat anything the rest of the day on Christmas Eve, but maybe keep it a little bit simple at breakfast and lunch right? Maybe, maybe just kind of 
play those games in your head a little bit in terms of like, all right, we're going to, I'm going to, and I'm going to indulge at grandma's cause she's going to make a freaking plum pudding. I don't know. Do people even make plum pudding anymore? I don't know. But, but she's going to make that plum pudding and I am going to eat my freaking, I'm going to bury my face in the bowl and not come out until it's all gone. If that's your thing, hey, cool. Grandma's going to love it, right? Like She's going to love that. Um, but maybe don't also eat all of the other things during the day because you know you're going to splurge a bit at Grandma's, all right? Not saying you can't, again, but just you know, being mindful of those types of things. Last but not least... Listen to your body. Listen to your body. Uh, this, I mean, quite frankly, any time of the year, you should listen to your body. You know, if, if, if your body's telling you you're worn down, you're tired, something's, something's off, something hurts, you know, maybe don't force a run. Maybe don't force yourself to do more, all right? But especially this time of year, when schedules are off, when we're traveling, when sleep maybe isn't quite as good as it, as it could be, um, when, there's, when there's more things going on, when yes, we're supposed to be relaxing and enjoying, but we're also stressed out a little bit and making sure that the kids are happy and that mom's happy and everybody's happy. If you're really exhausted, if you're really worn down, skip your run, sleep in a little bit. If you're tired in the evening and everybody's you know wanting to play cards against humanity and they got the, the the drinks are flowing, but you're just exhausted, excuse yourself and go to bed. Right? Try to take care of yourself as best you can. Make sure you're getting a, a decent bit of water to help contradict some of the other nonsense that's going on, all right? Listen to your body, trust what it's telling you, act accordingly. Because if you don't, there's a higher chance that you're going to roll into the new year sick and or injured. And ain't nobody got time to be sick or injured any time of the year, but especially rolling into the new year when that means that you might not be able to participate in the Diz Runs New Year's fat ass, which, come on, kind of a big deal. So... Listen to your body this time of year. Take care of your body. Um, if you need extra sleep, get some extra sleep. If you need to just go for a walk instead of a run, just go for a walk instead of a run. Take care of yourself, okay? Last but not least, not of the, the normal reminders, but I already mentioned this earlier, but I'm going to mention it again because it's probably the most important thing you can remember this time of year is perfection is not the goal. You're not going to be perfect with your training, more than likely. You're not going to be perfect with avoiding all the sweet treats and, and indulgences and things like that dietary-wise. Right? You're not going to be perfect with going to bed on time every night and getting a solid you know, seven and a half, eight hours of sleep. And all of there's a, a dozen ways, probably, you're not going to be perfect between now and the end of the year in terms of just life and health and routine. That's okay. All right? Don't aim for perfection because if you do, you're going to get frustrated because things are probably going to go away or go, go astray. Maybe not away. <laughs> Maybe they go away. I don't know. Uh, but they're not going to go as planned. So do the best you can. Keep things on the rails. And then let's get started in the new year when life gets back to a little bit closer to normal. You're able to find your routine and keep it moving at that point. All right? So pick out those key workouts you're going to do. Do them. Let go of what doesn't get done. Get creative with the training. Add a little of this or that here and there. Hey, you know, that, that's, it might not tick all the same boxes, but it's still keeping things moving in the right direction. Avoid the temptations you can't resist. All right? If you know that you're going to OD on spiced rum and eggnog, maybe just stick to, you know, the champagne or the wine or whatever. You can just have a glass or two and be done with it. Be mindful of how many calories you're actually taking in, especially if you've got dietary or you know, weight loss or weight management goals. It's pretty easy. To, to lose track of things this time of year with the grazing that goes on. And last but not least, listen to your body. Listen to your body. If it tells you you, you need a day off, 
or you need a little extra sleep or whatever, do it. All right, do it. Be flexible. You, we can get through this. We will get through this. Hopefully, we will we will enjoy the time through it. All right, hope you have a great holiday season for those that are celebrating Christmas, uh, which is still a week away as this comes out, but I hope you, you have a great Christmas time. Um, for those that don't celebrate Christmas, hope that the, the last couple of weeks of the year are good and that you have a good New Year's time because I don't know that there, are there any other major holidays. I know, I know Hanukkah already happened for those that celebrate. Hope you had a happy Hanukkah. Uh, do we have Kwanzaa or anything like that coming up? I don't know. I'm looking at my calendar. It may, it may, yes, we do have Kwanzaa coming up. Um, so hopefully, uh, what's, what's the right phraseology? Is it happy Kwanzaa, joyous Kwanzaa? Hope you have a good Kwanzaa. Um, but just whatever holidays you celebrate or don't celebrate, hope you have a good rest of the year. Um, hope you're able to stay on track halfway decently. If you need any help with anything, give a shout. And if you want to participate in the Diz Runs New Year's Fat Ass, uh, come join us on Facebook. Dizruns.com slash Facebook is the link. Anything else I missed? Anything else you're struggling with? Give a shout. Happy to try to help if I can. At Dizruns on Twitter. At Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And you can also also head over to the show notes for today, which, which I'll be honest. Back in 2018, 2017, 2018, I mean, I still think I put a bit too much effort into finding memes and gifs for the show notes and the blog posts. But back in the day, I really went over the top. And uh, this episode would count. So go check it out. Dizruns.com slash one zero zero five. Uh, I think I did a decent job. You can let me know, uh, but you can also let me know in the comment section, what I got right, what I got right, what I got wrong, what you struggle with and hope maybe I can help you, you know, kind of help stay on track if that's something that you're concerned about. So anyway, y'all thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, if you did hit that share button, tell a friend, spread the word, always appreciate it. And until next time, y'all be well, take good care. Thanks again for listening. And, uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you.